Hey everybody, welcome to the Ad Skills Pro podcast. We've got a tag team today. We've got uh, Mark and Dennis joining us, and I'm very excited to hear about their agency. This is the first time they've been on uh, the the podcast here. And by way of introduction, I always like to ask because nobody trained, nobody grew up wanting to be a media buyer because really it didn't <laughs> even exist. Uh, so Dennis, I'm going to start with you first. What did you actually do before media buying? What did what was your uh, career or area of study before uh, media buying? Yeah, Ed, and thank you guys for having us here on the podcast. We're really excited because this is our first time. And I used to be an actual filmmaker, full-time filmmaker doing independent um, contracts for companies like corporate films, the corporate yeah. culture, and a lot of documentaries. And the reason I get into media buying is actually, in parts, sad, but also awesome. Because yeah. I started doing this big documentary series for a German client of mine. And they were an NGO that had a big budget. And their topic was to get me to produce a nine-part documentary series for coastal communities management for the traffic um, grant. But it also had a lot of implications for like if you learn about this, then you would be safer from climate change, be safe the effect are, you know, you would know how to mitigate the effects of climate change. Yeah. But then they just pat on the what was it like good money they it was it was a good project big a big project even but i struggled to find where was this video going after the fact what would happen to this video um because it would still be useful in the future like people would still find this useful so the client who was an ngo like the the german government basically didn't really care and wanted to show it to their superiors that it was a project that was completed. Everything was accounted for budget-wise. Yeah. So after that, I started studying, like, how could we make the impact of videos last longer? How could we actually see what was happening to a video if it were placed online? And that's what led me to learning about video strategy and actually learned uh, from Ben Amos in, there in Australia. Um, yes. In his, yep. uh, yeah. From uh, the video strategy blueprint and I became one of his first students and after that I decided to focus on YouTube and after that I decided to focus on YouTube ads. Ah so, there you go so good and and having that filmmaking background would be super duper useful in terms of production of ads and and, and yeah. working through. What about you Mark what did you uh, what did you uh, originally do before media buying? Yeah it's, it's very interesting because uh Right, right now you're just seeing the the two sides of the, the agency, but we also have <laughs> the other part. But but basically, I uh, I before I uh, I do the media buying part, I was in sales. <laughs> so yeah. be, be most likely, you know, doing a sales call, selling yeah. real estate, and then selling you know uh, investment uh, investment uh, properties here in here in the Philippines. 
and then eventually when I uh, went online, the just the start that uh, or my my journey online is all about you know conversion. Yeah. So started yeah. doing email marketing, selling high ticket sales, and and eventually you know learned from from I don't know Travis Sago, and that's where yes. I first oh, yeah. met. Yeah, that's where I first met uh, Justin, <laughs> and then. Yes. Yeah, and and then eventually uh, along the way, you know, since I'm doing high ticket sales, and then uh, Dennis and Michael, the other guy in in our agency, you know, yeah. met and talk about, you know, what 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 could we do with with YouTube ads and, and you know starting an agency, and then yeah, wow. we, we realized that we have complementary skills <laughs> that yeah, we could yeah. use yeah together, and yeah, it, really, that's how it started. Yeah, if particularly when you specialize in YouTube advertising, those skill sets across the board from sales to filmmaking mm -hmm. to organization, they all add up to be a really powerful mixture. Interestingly, you mentioned YouTube and YouTube advertising because something that you're doing, which is, which is really pretty cool, is using YouTube and YouTube, ad, which I'm a huge fan of, but for those high ticket sales and either driving to what, driving to sales calls or driving? Can you explain a little bit about that? I don't know who wants to take this question, but uh, maybe start with Mark. And what? Um, tell us about how you're using YouTube for those high ticket sales items. Yeah, yeah, that's a really, really good question because when it comes to uh, high ticket sales, it's all about the, the quality of, of leads, right? <laughs> Who are, you know, going through the pipeline and the, yeah. the way we do do it uh for for ads is we use the ads as more of a bouncer rather than you know just you know everyone come in come to our come to our uh funnel and and, and use those uh ads as a as a bouncer to to get more uh quality leads so instead of just attracting everyone we you know at least for most of our previous clients we we repel everyone and use the video to yeah. <laughs> you know to filter them out <laughs> so, so that, when you're bouncing yeah. people so the bouncer for people yeah. who may be wondering is where you're actively you, you're using the creative to actively mm -hmm. filter away people that you don't want right yeah. so yeah. so and it's uh it's a crucial strategy in youtube yeah. mm -hmm. i think in particular because of the you know you've got that that 30 second window and, and yeah, all those time. sorts of things. So Dennis, how, you know, from your, with your, when you're designing these ads to be bouncers to do, mm -hmm. what, what have you got in your head? How do you actually go about constructing um, something? So you're only attracting that narrow group and you're literally actively bouncing out people that you don't want. Mm -hmm. So uh, there are two things, basically. The first thing is, is it's built into the script where we actively say and we qualify people to either listen further if they're in this demographic or, hey, if you're, if you're a person who likes going outdoors, going on hikes, taking your mountain bike and, and just being free outdoors, then watch this, this video. And you can also say, like, if you're a city slicker and you don't like going out, don't watch this video. Um, you can, you know, that's that's yeah. one of the things. And yeah. of course, um, just before you, you have to make it really interesting, the hook as well in the first part. Mm -hmm. 
you have to make it really interesting for that kind of market. Like um, maybe mention a very specific issue that they're having with regards to the offer that you're making. So that's just a, a quick example, right? So if, if, it, yeah, yeah. if it were for our niche, like we were, we were helping high ticket coaches sell $6,000 programs and higher, um, we would actually hone in on, we, we even have this, this client where we check their deep dive survey results. Mm. So we, we look at that results from, from Ryan Levesque's ask method. So we're also familiar yeah. with that um, methodology. Mm. We use that information to see which questions are really being asked. And we build that into the creative, not just in the script, but also visually. So for this client, we're actually um, um, honing in on what people are doing. So it, it, it's a course that actually is in the, is in the Amazon FBA space. So like yeah. one of the things that are really obvious with, with people who are already selling, so they're already selling, yeah. they're mm -hmm. already making money, but they're always checking their phones for sales. <laughs> so I'm going to build that into the yeah. the creative and visually and mark's also going to shape the messaging so that it reflects what what visually is happening so they're complementing each, each other yeah so, those so are mark, the what, yeah so mark can you add on to that so what do you when when you look at it what are you looking at for your part of the process yeah uh, for for my part of the process usually since i am the the, the first touch point with clients because uh, uh, once we onboarded clients we go through this what we call offer call where we extract you know the like what's what's the real outcome that that people are looking for for their programs and what's what's stopping them to reach that outcome and then using that as a part of our messaging and usually uh, the, the way we do it uh, you know to filter those people is really use some symptomatic messaging where we where we focus on what what these people are doing, what these high level people are doing, because when when it comes to high ticket sales, the it's one of the most important factors are not really how much money they've got, but more of where they are starting in the journey. You know, you, you, uh, they are are they just one step away to hitting that outcome? You know, or are are they multiple steps away? So yeah. what are these? Yeah, what, what are these one step away guys or gals are doing, you know, and we want to focus on that. And Ah, that's interesting. So really looking at, so if you, like, if you define any journey as multiple steps, you're yeah. really looking to hone in on the ones that are the, they're at the Lonesome. final stage before <laughs> they make that decision to invest somewhere or get training or get, get, yeah. get processed. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's, that's really, really cool. Let me ask you about the other end of the mm -hmm. process. So the offer, what are you finding is working because you're dealing with high ticket items. Mm -hmm. So are you driving people to a sales call or are you driving people to a webinar? What are you finding is working at the moment? And I'd love to also have you touch on how you're like, just like we talked about the front and bouncing people, how are we getting people to, either book that call or show up at that webinar. Yeah. yeah. Usually, uh, before Danny shared he shared his insight, but usually what we found is working right mm. now is either we, we offer, you know, uh, a direct to video or a short, a, a bit of short webinar, because one of the things that we figure out is for high ticket buyers, they don't have that 
time <laughs> to you know to spend with long webinars. So instead of doing that, we we do a you know maybe 30 minute, 15 to 30 minute you know either VSL or VSL. for yeah for some uh, it could be a, a direct SLO offer you know self liquidate liquidating offer at the start. Yep. And and yeah and and for some uh, but but this is more in at the beta stage you know we we direct them uh, directly to messenger chat you know even yeah, before yeah it's a new yeah. thing yeah yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah, but, yeah chat mm-hmm. is a very uh, like I think that's an as like I think that's going to be a very interesting part of media buying in the upcoming 12 months is yeah. no sell by chat is working for high tick either, either direct sales or at least booking a sale. Like if it's super high end, you're probably booking a sales call to right. yeah. do that, but we're seeing oh, yeah. sell by chat. So using sell by chat call to actions, I reckon it's yeah. going to be an interesting area mm-hmm. going forward over the next year. Obviously Facebook are varying sort of it's funny they yeah. like love it one week and then hate it the next but uh. yeah <laughs> exactly yeah I, I, i've been hearing a lot of things that, that's why uh one of the reasons why we focus on youtube because we want to complement what's happening on facebook yeah. especially right now that a lot of people are having a hard time with yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so Dennis, what about you from the like looking at the offer side? Whether whether you know we're driving uh, people to either some form of call to action. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you looking for in terms of constructing that to to get people to take action to go and watch that? So, a, a couple of things that we've seen working really well is reiterating the CTA several times in the actual creative mm-hmm. by setting that up, not just in the last part, but also as, as soon as you, you're you done with your qualification, you, you introduce yourself and do the CTA. So the most that I've seen that actually work is give it three times and just sprinkle it in organically as you say your spiel or you say your script. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it has hap- uh, something to do with, uh, with, you know, the more touch points that you have, especially for, for higher ticket, mm. it, it has a higher chance of converting, right? So that's why we're also like studying like how we can be a great mix for, for omni-channel because mm. most bigger clients don't just have YouTube as an ad revenue source, yep. you know, they don't just use one, one channel. So we want to be there for uh you know for the great split so we can we can actually start from the top of the funnel where okay it's awareness it's more of just getting people to have a buzz on their product and then when it's multi-channel so you know hopefully they opt in and then they get converted not through the youtube direct funnel but somewhere down the line maybe after 13 you know 12 touch points along with the chat um functions sell by chat and then they they convert on finally on another random ad that followed them around on, on the internet. Right. Yeah. So yeah, this is uh, something that we're also beginning to study more because uh, platforms like high roads, you know, those things are really like trying to dial in even phone sales, even the, the final parts where it's not actually tracked most of the time where yeah. people are on sales calls, a high risk can do that. So yeah, yeah we're uh, looking into that as well. Yeah. And what's it like looking forward for you guys? What's a, I'll, I'll ask, uh, I'll ask Mark first and, and then Dennis, 
what what uh, what do you see coming down? Like if we if you look out sort of twelve months in the the world of media buying, what what are some of the things that are exciting you? What are some of the things that you're really looking forward to getting your teeth stuck into? I'll start with Mark. Yeah, uh, personally, I think what's exciting about when it comes to media buying is that since people now are more getting more and more sophisticated, you know, so the, the, the one of the first things I think uh, is crucial is to have that uh, something in between from from the ad to the actual conversion, something in between that would in a way sort them out. If, if this is really for me, you know, or not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah yes. if this is for me, then what, what can I do next and something like that. So because uh, a lot of them are, you know, with, with all the information on the internet, most of them are in, in a way ready or at least know what they're looking for, right? So they, they just want, uh, they, just, they just don't have the time to, to go through every step. And some, some people may want to go through every step, but there are some people who are ready to go right away, right? So if there's a way we can sort them out in the middle of the conversion points, then I think that's what's exciting because yeah, it, it could really shorten the the cycle, the, the sales cycle, right? And yeah, yeah and, and getting and, clients yeah. to get to getting having I think clients, our clients are becoming more sophisticated because they they yeah. they they understand that the days of oh just see an ad buy uh, uh, you know they were great days <laughs> they were but it, it, we have to be particularly for high ticket we have to be more sophisticated than that what about you Dennis what's uh, like if you look out 12 months or so in terms of media buying and, and uh, media what are you what are you interested what's exciting you well for me like I said earlier um, because more consumers are becoming savvy, savvier and savvier. We we also have to think about the advertisers or the publishers for the ads, right? And and we're beginning to see a shift. And I think in the next 12 months should be a more pronounced shift to combined revenue models. And you know, we we want to know how consumers can actually uh, convert by looking at where, like what Mark said, which steps in the process are they most ready to to convert, and also Honing in on that for the conversion, of course, the conversions where people notice a lot, but it, it's certainly not just one step. So mm. it's actually, you know, really cool to study these things so that we can capitalize on consumer readiness to part with their hard-earned cash, you know, for the for the for the content. And yeah. this is where I think more things are are going to be more pronounced. And also, um, what I'm seeing is like the 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 bigger players are doing more challenges on YouTube because of that that kind of of, of power now. Like we're gonna use um, an SMS system that's international to follow mm-hmm. you with an actual challenge coming from an ad and it's being yeah. advertised the whole, you know, the whole 10 days. So when you say challenge, it's like, a, like as you probably, can't move for challenges but we're talking about you know these five 10-day challenges and typically they've like their home base has been around facebook uh yes it used to be yeah yeah but i i love the idea of coming like i did my first challenge uh, 16 years ago 
on wow. YouTube. <laughs> and and it was all based on YouTube. And that's why it really started because YouTube first started. And yeah. it was um and it was and wow, we did was... the whole challenge it was based on YouTube. It was literally two thousand five, right? So it was uh, you know, it's uh that is interesting, but the missing link there because the yeah, the commenting on YouTube can be a bit um, how mm. I think I believe the technical term is trash. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so well, what they do the is I... they drive. They typically drive. So the the case study that I'm following right now is is the Ask Quiz funnel, yes. where Ryan actually drives people to the typical PLF style uh, product launch formula, yes. sideways sales page. Yeah, but. It, that's where he actually does the chats. That's the you know the the commenting, not yep. not like what you said, not on actual. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. But I love the idea of text messaging, you know, like yes. and particularly using texts and driving people to, hey, you're registering for the challenge. We're going to update you via text because if you think about as a as a copywriter, I'm always keen to. Um, use the same medium that you use to speak with your best friends because I want to mm -hmm. be your best friend, yeah. right? And texting and messaging is how we talk with our best friends now, right? It's it's the way we use it. So, yeah, that is a, that's a great one, Dennis. I'm very interested to see how oh, that... Yeah, me too. Yeah, how that rolls out because I have a, you know, you know, there's so much fuss at the moment, of course, about, you know, algorithms and, and all these sorts of things, but there's great irony. And I've been mentioning a lot this series, there's great irony and people are saying, Oh yeah, no, we need first party data, which in the old days we used to refer that to as yeah, collecting email addresses and phone numbers. Yeah. That having a database of your customers, that's a great idea. You know? Yeah. Outsourcing that Facebook, not such a great idea uh, or Google or anybody for that matter. Um, so I love the idea of being able to 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 get that uh, get the you know do do challenges via text and using YouTube because you know I I know myself and I think the pandemic if anything is only exacerbated exactly but the amount of time my YouTube watching hours just as a consumer is definitely up on what it was <laughs> twelve months ago yeah. um, and for good reason because I actually enjoying the content like it's really cool practical. It's how-to content in a lot of ways, which is exactly yeah. the, you talk about people who are one step away in that journey. Mm. Well, if they're trying to figure out for themselves, they're probably going to go to YouTube, aren't they, to figure exactly. out how-to. Yeah. Um, it's the least, least in invasive type of, of advertising that you can do, especially if you do your targeting right. Yeah. yeah mm -hmm. For example, if you're, if you're really keen on learning about how to cross-stitch right yes and there's going to be a uh, somebody who has the, this great cross-stitching course yeah that actually is part of your strategy to be able to complete some sweaters for your grandkids before christmas then you want to learn more about this course it's it's yeah. not you know taken yeah. away from the context so that's that's exactly. really good about youtube yeah, one hundred percent. Hey, uh, guys, I'd be interested to know who, what type of uh, clients do you enjoy working with? What uh, is there a particular uh, either niche or size? Or I'd love to know what who do you, who who do you? What's your sweet spot for for clients that you like to work with? 
Yeah. Uh, currently, I think our sweet spot is more of in the, you know, money space. You know, whether it's marketing, it's, it's business, or it's even anything related in that. Sort of business opportunity, making money. Yeah. Correct. That, yeah. That, or yeah. at least uh, uh, the the targets or the, the market are entrepreneurs because we also have clients who always doing you know health fitness but for for you know entrepreneurs yeah. right but yeah but yeah i think that's one of the sweet spot because as as an, as an entrepreneur we love learning right continuous learning and on youtube most most people are uh, you know it's it's a learning platform in a way right it is yeah yeah, yeah. i always i talk about it as the, the learning platform and mm-hmm. it's the it's the how to platform it's uh, it, it's it's really uh, the edu- ongoing education for a lot of people is, is, is <laughs> yeah. part of it. So, guys, this has been a fascinating discussion today. I really, really appreciate it. Hey, if people want to reach out and, and talk to you guys about the work you're doing on YouTube and 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 driving traffic for high ticket offers, and in particularly in that you know, particularly if it's that entrepreneurial space, what's the best way mm-hmm. to get in touch with you? Yeah. You can simply find us on mdytads.com. So that's that's our landing page. We are in the process of improving it. But yeah, it actually works so far. But people who, again, there's a bouncer happening on this page. <laughs> there's a bouncer here. Oh, you'll see a good example and, of a bouncer. You got Okay, everybody, you got to go there. Yeah. And you're going to see an example of a bouncer as well, which is great. Yeah, mm. And, and yeah. obviously, so, uh, yeah, if, if they want to connect with us as well on social yeah. Yeah, we Dennis could be found on LinkedIn or on Facebook as well. Yeah, as, yeah. And by the way, uh, if you're watching this on uh, YouTube, <laughs> I hope you are, uh, <laughs> of today, um, in the description below, we'll have the, the lad's social links and the link to their landing page in the website. So you can see a good example of a bouncer as well, which is cool. Um, so, so we'll have all of those links for you there. Hey, Mark and Dennis, thank you so much for today. It's great working with people around the globe because this is a global yeah. thing. And, and <laughs> yeah, it just, it's, it's, uh, it, I love that with media buying is that, that we can service our clients wherever they are in the world and they can work with us wherever they are in the world. And so exactly. it's a real thrill. Again, if you want to contact the lads, check out that description below or swipe those podcast show notes and uh, we'll see you real soon. And, and lads, we'll have to check in again. We'll have to get you back at some point yeah. to check on your progress because I want to hear how some of those uh, text-based challenges, uh, like I'd love to hear how they uh, they are going because that's that would be really, really interesting. All right, everybody. Thanks very much. Great having you. And we'll speak to you again real soon. Oh,